dignity. There's a quality about Jesus that I think sometimes we take for granted. He does it so well that if we're not careful, it can be overlooked. You see, whenever people were in the presence of Jesus, they left better than they came. In other words, Jesus built the dignity of people. He added value to their lives. Their sense of worth mattered to him. You see, it's one thing to be healed, but what if you don't get healed? What if what you needed did not happen, but you were better simply because you were in someone's presence? If there's a quality that I think Christians need to learn from Jesus, it would be how to increase the value and dignity of people by simply being present. One of the definitions of the word dignity is nobility or elevation of character or simply adding a sense of worthiness to a person's life. Jesus never took for granted the importance of the life people were living. He made it his business to minister in such a way as to not devalue a person's life simply because their physical condition may not be all it should be. He saw them right where they were and made a conscious decision to speak life or encouragement to them right where they were. In doing so, they remembered who they were before their misfortune. As a matter of fact, I think, you know, it could be argued, but I think Jesus healed people to not only restore them to good health, but to remind them that their life still had value. One such event comes to mind in Mark chapter 1, verses 40 through 45. It reads, now a leper came to him, imploring him, kneeling down to him and saying to him, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. As soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. And he strictly warned him and sent him away at once and said to him, see that you say nothing to anyone, but go your way, show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing those things which Moses commanded as a testimony to them. However, he went out and began to proclaim it freely and to spread the matter so that Jesus could no longer openly enter the city, but was outside in deserted places. And they came to him from every direction. Notice the chain of events. There was something about Jesus that said, I will make your life better. The leper who was supposed to stay away or keep his distance from people feels compelled to come up to Jesus. The Bible says in this passage that he was imploring in Matthew chapter eight, verse two. He says that the man came up to Jesus worshiping. Now, according to our text, he kneeled down, which could also imply a sense of worship. So the two accounts are not far apart. If I take the two words together, it could imply that the man came up to Jesus with the intent to have what was in and on Jesus be brought into his life so that he would have worth and value back once again, if he ever had it. Now, prior to Jesus, he was stuck as an outcast, a diseased person of culture. But with the advent of Jesus, he had hope of becoming somebody of value once again. His dignity as a human being could be restored. The leper makes 
a very important statement or question to Jesus. He, his statement represents his faith in who Jesus was and what he had to offer into his life. He says to Jesus, if you are willing, you can make me clean. The leper's statement suggests that Jesus had power to change his situation, provided that Jesus was willing to do it. Now, here's a place for a good lesson. Do people look at us with the same expectation? I know we don't have the power that Jesus possessed, but when they see us, they, they do, do, the, do they look in a manner that suggests that their lives could be better if we would just spend time with them? As believers, um, we offer the gift of our presence. And in doing so, we increase the possibility of offering dignity to people. Anytime someone takes time to invest or interact in a person's life, it says something about the person who makes the decision to spend time. It says they care about people. In the case of Jesus, the Bible says that Jesus was moved with compassion, stretched out his hand and touched him. To touch people is to value their life. I am reminded of a story I heard once. A man went to the grocery store to buy some food. Once he was finished, he went to the counter to pay for what he had you know, hoped to buy. The young lady at the counter started processing his items one by one. She took them off the conveyor belt and put them into the bags. It wasn't much, but it was enough that there were multiple bags to manage. The man reached into his pocket and got his wallet, but he was having trouble getting his money out of his wallet. His hands were old and somewhat feeble. They shook from side to side as he tried to get the money out. The young lady saw his dilemma and decided to hold the hand that held the wallet so that he could get his money out and pay for his groceries. He looked at her with a sense of gratefulness and awe. And for some reason, tears started to roll down his cheeks. She said, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Did I, did I do something wrong? He said, oh, oh, no. It's just been a long time since anybody touched me that I forgot what it felt like. You see, my wife died a while back and we didn't have any children. So I've been all alone. You're the first human touch I've had in a very long time. The young lady, overwhelmed by what happened, responded by saying, thank you for the privilege to help. It was my pleasure. When Jesus touched the man, his world had potential again. It wasn't just another day. It was the day of his remembrance. Jesus not only touched him, but affirmed what the leper hoped to be true. Jesus said, I am willing, be cleansed. As soon as Jesus had spoken, the leprosy left the man and he was cleansed. The touch of Jesus made the difference. He changed the man's life so incredibly that he, that he couldn't Keep it to himself. The Lord told him, say, don't tell nobody. But he said, I got to tell somebody. His testimony caused the crowd of people to mug Jesus everywhere he went. Jesus was on the outside of the city, but the crowd met him there. When Jesus called us out of darkness into his marvelous light, he called us out to make a difference. And while we do not have the same power as Jesus, we have his presence. And with that presence, my brothers and sisters, we can build the dignity of people and remind them they are not 
forgotten. I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, pastor of East Campus of First Baptist Church Indian Trail, Marshville, North Carolina, and you've been listening to Soul Food.